I want to dive in. We're in a series right now called Soul Improvement, and we're looking at constructing our inner being, not being passive on construction of our heart and our soul. And so we believe in being intentional about what we're building, what we're growing. And we've been looking at all things. I actually talked about the fence of relationships and how sometimes we put barriers in between us and others and how when we get with God, it's a beautiful thing because he makes us like him in the way that we love and the way that we connect. And so, man, we had a, we had a Sunday of just kicking down fences. If you missed that sermon, I, I, I encourage you, go back and watch. It was amazing. And then we talked about really looking at our life and building the foundation, building the foundation right. Talk about setting the right things in place and tying ourselves to the vision versus the visible of what we see right now. Tying ourselves to what we're building instead of the construction site that we see right now. I don't know about you, but for me, I, I can look at my life sometimes and say, I'm not there yet. And yet if we get our eyes focused on what we want, what we desire, and even, even better yet, what God wants for us, then we can step into it intentionally and say, hey, this might be a season of building. This might be a season of foundation work. This might be a season where I'm just, I'm doing what I need to do in order to get to where I want to go. So we've been looking at this, and today I want to talk about, if you're taking notes, go ahead and write at the top of it, healthy rooms. Because today we're going to remodel for growth. Are you ready to remodel for growth? Come on, when, when you're, you're in a house, you're building a house, you're, you're thinking of each room individually for its purpose. And I, I want to talk today because there's rooms inside of your heart and your life and a part of your time that you need to remodel in order to create growth. Growth in God, growth with others, growth in your personal and mental and spiritual. And so I want to talk about that today. Turn with me in your Bibles to Proverbs 24. Proverbs 24, verse 3, we're going to look at. And it says in Proverbs 24, verse 3, it says, By wisdom a house is built, and through understanding it's established. What do we get from this? We understand that it's not self-improvement, it's soul improvement, right? By wisdom a house is built, by intentional growth. And when it comes to your soul, construction is not passive, it's not something you can just be like, eh, I hope it works out. I hope my heart gets better. I hope my soul is strengthened. I hope my spirit man is strong. No, no, no. You can't be passive on it. You have to be intentional. You have to grow things. So today, are you ready to dive in and have wisdom as we build? I want to look at one of our core values here at Change is healthy families help hurting families. It simply is based on the fact of if you're not healthy, it's hard for you to help anybody who's hurting. If you're hurting yourself, and I'm not saying that life is perfect and you just get to this place of wholeness and where you're not hurting at all. What I'm saying is though, storms of life come, but how many know that when you're in Christ, that you come from a place of an unshakable place. You come from a place of peace. The Bible talks about it like this, like peace that passes understanding. In other words, there's things around you that don't make sense that for you to have peace, but when you're in Christ, you have a peace that passes that. And it says joy abundantly, abundant joy. And it says joy indeed is what the Bible says. And it's this joy that's complete, complete joy in the fullness of Christ. And so when we build our lives on God, we can come from a place of health. 
And in that, we can help hurting people. How many know we're called to help hurting people? We have people all around us that are hurting and lost and looking for an answer in their life. And, and, and when we ourselves become healthy, we can then provide a path to health. How many want to be that GPS for those that are <laughs> hurting right now? Amen. And so today I want to look at how do we become healthy? How do we create intentional spaces in our life to where we are becoming the healthy individuals that are helping hurting individuals? So we're going to build some healthy rooms. Are you ready? We're going to build some healthy rooms today. I want to look at John chapter 4. John chapter 4 and verse 13. So if you're looking at the Gospels, it's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and our friend John. Now John, I love John. He called himself the beloved of Jesus. There's no greater way to explain yourself than <laughs> that person loves me a lot. So John, the beloved of Jesus, said in verse 13 of chapter 4, he said, Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. Now, Jesus was talking about the earthly water. He was sitting around with his disciples and, and, and showing them the comparison of looking for earthly things compared to looking for eternal things. And he said, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Now, what was Jesus saying? He was saying, if you drink the water of the earth, if you go after the things of this earth that you can see, material items. And, and sometimes we're guilty of that, right? Where we chase after the earthly health. Or we chase after the earthly mindset. Or we go after these things that, that might fix the situation for a moment. It's almost like a Band-Aid fix. It's not taking care of the issue. It's just covering it over so it feels good. And he said, if you've chased after those things, if you just get a drink here and there of the little things that the earth has to offer, the earthly measures, then you're going to always need more. You're going to always be thirsty for more. He said, but if you come to me and I give you water and you get from my throne room and I fill you up, then not only are you full of water, not only do you not thirst for anything else besides me, but he said, you will become a spring of water through eternal life. In other words, you become a source of life for others. This is healthy families helping hurting families. When we're in Christ, we not only are full ourselves, but then we become a spring for others. We become a, a source of life for others. That when they're in their, our presence, we make them better. When, when they're in our presence, we can speak life into them. When they're going through something, a, a hardship, not that we have to have all the answers, but the presence that's in us, the, the river of life. The Bible talks about the Holy Spirit as the river. And, and when we come to Christ and we accept him into our heart, the Holy Spirit comes and lives in us. In other words, the river lives in us. And when we intentionally build rooms for God to fill us up, for his Holy Spirit to fill our lives, the river of God not only takes care of our thirst, but now it becomes a spring of living water, a spring of life for others. How many want a spring of life in your life? And that's intentional. It's building rooms to say, God, fill me up. It's having morning time where we say, Lord, this is a time where I don't want anything else but you. I want you to fill me up, understanding that if you fill me up, I'm going to be good all day. If you fill me up, 
man, I'm going through any season, any hardship, any trial, anything that, that comes my way that I might not be expecting or the world. It, it just, it can go several different ways, but we can intentionally go after it and know that, you know what, Christ in me, I become the source of life. And this is what God desires for every single one of us. And so as we look at soul improvement, we look at how do we create those intentional spaces in our life to make sure that we are full on the daily, to make sure that we are not going on empty. Now, let's be real. How many in this room have ever felt like you're going on empty? How the, t- the, the, the needle is right there on E. And you feel tired and you feel weary. You feel like you're trying and you just can't seem to get enough to keep going. This isn't how Christ wants you to live. It's not how Christ wants you to try to make it through. And I'm not saying that there won't be hard times. There'll be times where you're physically tired. There'll be times when you're physically like, wow, that was hard. That was a big season. A lot of times me and Ashley will look and we have a big season. We'll just be like, how you doing? <laughs> we'll check in because we know that life can be heavy. There can be a lot that goes on in our life that, that, that makes us tired. But what I'm talking about is a spiritual, a spiritual strength that keeps us going, that we're not mentally shutting down. We're not spiritually shutting down. We're physically might be tired some season. We're physically might, and we have to listen to our bodies, right, in that time. Get some rest and make sure that we sleep and make sure that we're eating right and being healthy. But at the same time, there's a spiritual strength that comes when you're in Christ, when you intentionally put him first. So I want to look at a couple points today that I think will help us and how we go after what God is doing. Uh, Number one, building for growth takes intentional remodeling. Building for growth, when you want to build for growth in your life, it takes you being intentional about remodeling some spaces. Hey, your life can just go, and again, we, we talk construction is not passive, but if you're passively going through life, your, your schedule can take over your agenda, your, everything that happens in your life, that your job and your kids and this, their school and their agenda and schedule, everything can kind of pull for your time Everything can pull for your schedule. We have to be intentional to remodel some places in our lives where we are intentionally growing. So are you doing construction to plan for growth? The growth that God wants you to grow in. The growth that you can be full of Christ, full of the river of God, and become a spring of life for others. We have to design our faith. (laughs) How many know this is so true? that your faith doesn't just come. It's not just like you wake up one day and it's like, oh, I have faith for everything. I've been, I've been a Christian since I was five years old. I gave my heart to God. And yet still at age 38, I'm still learning to build my faith. I'm still waking up and having to plug into Christ to say, Lord, fill me up. There's something that's on the horizon that is a little scary. It's a little beyond me. How many have had that? Where, where you hit a season, you're like, whoa, this is way beyond. I look throughout the Bible and I have to be encouraged by all of the individuals that came into giants, came into walls, came into things that looked beyond them. Even you see Daniel and David and how they were raised to levels. Joseph raised to levels of authority. 
And I'm sure at the time they didn't feel qualified or feel like they had enough training to handle what was coming their way. In fact, we even see the conversation with Moses when he said, whoa, Lord, call somebody else. I'm not able to do this. So we're always building our faith. We're always coming to a space where we need to intentionally remodel some spaces in our life where we are continually growing in our faith, where we're, we're designing our faith. I want to ask you a question. This was a question that the Holy Spirit just kind of inspired me the other day and challenged me with it. He said, how are you designing your faith? I'm like, man, I first thought I was like, isn't that your job to help me with my faith? But he encouraged me that there's, there's things that we do as humans to design how we're going to step into tomorrow. Now, you can't take care of all the details of tomorrow, but you can take care of your approach to tomorrow. How I many of you can handle your perspective? You can handle the way that you walk in. You can handle your attitude in the morning. You can handle your gratitude in the morning. Come on, you can set yourself up to walk in. So what I'm talking about when we design our faith, it's remodeling some areas in our life where we dive into the word of God, surround ourselves with the truth, the promises of the Lord. It's so easy to get caught up in the, the audio of the world. And when we do this, when we get entrapped, I would say, in the audio of the world, then we become mesmerized by the promises of the world. But if we intentionally remodel and say, hey, this is a space of my life that I want to start from. And some of you, you just need to carve your morning and say, all right, I need to wake up a little earlier. This is intentional. It's intentional remodeling. You say, I want to start from a place of promise. I want to start from a place of the purpose that's going to prevail, the Lord's purpose. And so we, we intentionally design our faith saying, all right, I'm going to base my day on the promises of God, not on what comes my way, not on how my, my fellow employees or my boss showed up, not on my fellow students as I walk into class, not in those that are on the streets are going to cut me off. I'm not basing my day on that. I'm basing my attitude. I'm basing my approach. I'm basing my perspective on what God said. I'm going to get a scripture in my heart and, and let it sit there all day long and, and memorize it and get it in my spirit to where anything I face, I'm coming from a river. I'm coming from a, 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 the Lord working in my life. I, I think about when we bought our home in Oxford, Pennsylvania. And we had come from the country and more into the suburbs in Oxford. And when we bought our home, it was empty. It was an empty space. And the colors were a little bit, you know, outdated with what we wanted to do. And so I remember walking through that house and just being like, all right, what do we want to do? And talking with Ashley and going to each room and dreaming. Ah, oh, what can we do in this room? And I remember the kids were just at that age where they were so excited to pick out their rooms. And before we even got there, me and Ashley kind of settled on the house and we we're like, all right, let's do it. And they, they walked through and they said, dad, dad, dad. I remember Ane, dad, I found my room. And I'm like, all right, did you talk with Zion? Because you know, you got to work it out. But if you know Ane, you know that she'll make the decision and Zion will be the cool big brother and just be like, all right, Ane, that's, that's good. Because <laughs> Ane's got the head strong and Zion's just sweet and caring. And he just walks along inside. So I remember them picking out their rooms and then we walked through and this house was huge. There's so many rooms in the house. And so we're like, what is this room going to be? And we're actually saying, oh, I would love a craft room. And so we're like, okay, 
let's make a craft room. So we had this big giant room over the garage. And so we're like, all right, let's make this into a craft room. So we set up tables and all the things. And we put in the equipment for sewing and the equipment for art. Because we're remodeling that room for a purpose. And we have to do this in our lives as we, we remodel spaces and, and time and carve out those spaces in our lives where we say, this is the space where I'm going to grow. And I remember doing that in the house of saying, this is the space we're going to get crafty. <laughs> this is the space that Ashley's going to design and have women over and you're going to just hang out and tap into creativity. And then we went to the basement. I'm like, yo. This will make a great studio. Little did I know Ashley was going to surprise me and make the basement to a studio. And I'm like, oh, this place would be awesome. And, and, and we intentionally said, this is a space for blank. And I want to encourage you today to look at your life and, and look at your time and your spaces and your morning and your evenings and your afternoons and, and say, all right, how can I intentionally say that space is for blank? How can I grow in God in that space? I love going out to my aunt and uncles in, in Dillsburg and our families that kind of live on property right next to each other. But my aunt Robin, she has places on her property where she is intentionally carved out to be spaces to meet with God. I remember we were just there and, and she took Ane and Zion out to her place where she meets and has communion and all these things with the Lord. And I thought, how cool is that she purposefully said, this is a space I'm going to meet with God. I think about that whenever we travel, because in our house, I've intentionally purposed the, the living room. Or when it's nice, I'll purpose the rooftop as my space to meet with God. And so I'll be like, all right, in the mornings, I have my plan. I'm going to grab my Bible, I'm going to grab my phone, grab my journal, and I'm going to go and light the candle. And that's my space. I'm going to carve out in the morning to meet with God. And I want to ask you, do you, have a, do you have intentional rooms in your life? Healthy rooms. Or it's not just haphazard. You're not just hoping that you learn something from God. You're not just coming to church and, and, and this is all you have is growth. Hey, let me encourage you. If Sunday is your only day of growth, let me challenge you to go deeper, my friend. Don't settle for that surface growth. Go deeper in God because he wants to meet with you. The king wants to meet with you. He wants to fill you. And his water that he gives you makes you spring of life. And that's what you need for your family. That's what you need for your significant other. That's what you need for your fellow employees. That's what you need as you're building your business. That's what you need as you're an entrepreneur. That's what God wants to give you so that you are life to others. You have to plan your growth. So you got to get a picture. You got to get a picture. This is very important that you get a picture of what you want to be and how you want your life to look. How do you want to be in Christ? I mean, if I, I picture myself as a mighty man of God, as a man of faith. And the picture in my, my head is this, that I'm walking boldly. And so that is the goal. When I get with God, that is the goal that I have in mind. Lord, fill me up. Let me be a mighty man of God. Let me not be shaken by things, but let me pray boldly. Let me see miracles happen. That, that's the goal. Do you have a picture of what you want to be in Christ? Do you have a picture of the spouse you want to be to your significant other? Do you have a picture of what you want to be as a parent? Do you have a picture of what you want to be as an employee? Sometimes we just passively walk into life, but you need to picture, hey, this is what I want. This is how I want to look. This is what I want to be. This is what I want to give. 
if we don't intentionally put those things in place, then life will just happen. Rooms will be chaos. I remember there was a, a there was a places in our basement that just got crazy, and it was always on the to do list. You got to clean that part of the basement. Got to clean that part of the basement, and because it was a space that wasn't really planned out. It was like, that's just going to be storage and that's just going to be whatever. And I remember the day that we were like, you know what? Let's build shelves. Let's do shelves down there and we can put everything in its place. And when we did that, I was like, whoa, look at that. But if you're just passive, life can just be chaos. And you're like, I don't even know where, which way is up and which way is down. But let me tell you to be intentional. Visualize what you want to do. I think about this as like, you need a plan. And, and in the house, you remodel each room with the furnishings, with the things you need. And, and let me tell you, this is my furnishings for my place with God. I have my two things that are crucial, my Bible and my journal. I need the word of God and I need to write down what he says. There are things that I know, and, and this is going back to what I visualize. I visualize myself hearing from God. I visualize myself writing things down from me. So I know I gotta be prepared. I know that in that room, I'm going to need a journal. I'm going to need a pen. I want to be ready. And I know that I need to glean from promises and practical of what God wants to speak. And so I come in ready to go. And I want to challenge you to design that space in a way. Again, Proverbs 24 says, by wisdom, a house is built. Right? By, through understanding, it's established. It's not just going to happen. We have to do it. So, all right, number two, are you ready? So number one, you have to intentionally remodel for growth. You're not just going to build growth. You need to intentionally remodel some spaces, get the right furnishings in place. Number two, if you don't purpose rooms for growth, then you will stay stuck in the house of what if. How many have ever felt like your life is stuck in what if? Well, what if we did that? Well, what if we stepped in? And what if God did this? And what if we, I'm telling you, you will stay stuck there forever if you don't purpose rooms in your life for growth. I want to take you through uh, this space because, man, I love when we walked into this space about a year and a half ago. We walked into the Story Factory, and little did we know what this space was going to be intentioned for, but it was a big building of what if. Come on, I'll show you. As we walked into this 27,000 square foot warehouse, we started seeing these rooms. And we would walk in, and some of you know, it was a mess when we first walked in. But we would walk in and we'd say, hmm, what could be in this space? And I remember walking in this room and we were like, you know what? This would make a great, like a multi-purpose, but the youth, they can meet here. And the youth, I, I mean, we can just picture a stage there. And we got a sound system and the lights and it's real cool. So your youth can come and Doc's like, oh yeah, we can make like a, like a gaming area where they can plug in and just hang out and chill and, and build relationships. We're like, this is awesome. But, it, but at first it was, a, it was a room of what if. But we have to purposely say, this is what we want it to be. Come on, keep coming. And then we walked in here and we're like, oh man, look at this space. Make a great green room. And this one was easy because, you know, everything was kind of there with the lights and all. But check it out. Then we walk through and we're like, all right, you know what? We want a space where, yeah, you can sit in there, but we want a lounge area for those that, you know, might have kids or, or little ones. And that way they can still plug in to what's going on, but have a space to be comfortable. We have the kids' rooms over here. We said, man, wouldn't these be great if we just 
put carpet down and, and paint them real light. And that way when kids come in, they feel welcome. They feel loved. Wouldn't that be great? And then we kept going. And we have a room over there. And we said, what could that be? And we're like, oh, that could be a mother's room. That way if someone comes in and their kid's acting up, they can go right in there, have a chair, have the live stream going on. And they were like, oh, this would make a great production room. And so we set it up to where not only could change be happening here, but it can go out. How many know there are a lot of people out there that might just be scrolling that need life-giving content? And so we kept going through the room. We said, what else could this be? Because in your life, it really is full of what if. What if? This place could have stayed a warehouse. This place could have stayed unintentional. But we said, hey, you know what? This room... It was already kind of built as a space of a kitchen. Come on in. But we're like, you know what? This would be a great space to have community and have building relationships. And so we, we imagined, man, this would be a great place to have our dream team huddles, right? And we could cook breakfast and we could sit around because y'all know we came from brunch church where we were in my house. And so we were having brunch every Sunday. We're like, we got to keep that alive because that was a relationship thing that we loved. And so we said, ooh, what if that could be in here? We remodeled for purpose. Now, come on, we've got to keep going because there's studios in here. We're like, oh man, for the after school program that was on Doc's heart. Like, this is perfect because we can record, we can show students the ropes so they can get off the streets. They can get into a place where they're getting creative and using their God given gifts. Come on, and grow them to become leaders of tomorrow. Come on up here. I mean, this space is pretty big. And as you can see, there's a lot of space to say what if with. But if you're not careful in your life, it could be wasted space. So come on in here. Because this was where we were like, okay, this would be an amazing space to have a studio. Now, some of you might not realize this, but when we walked in here, the walls were half done. They're not all drywalled out. And so it was, it was hard to picture. How many know that there are some spaces in your life that are hard to picture? And you might even be there right now where you're trying to picture yourself as a man or woman of God. You're trying to picture yourself walking in faith, trying to picture yourself as this generous person. And it's hard. You're like, I can't really visualize it. This is where it's great to have others around you. Because I remember walking through here with our team. And, and Ashley would say something and, and it would bounce off of me. And then Doc would say something. It's like, you know what? Yeah, I can see it. I could totally see if we fixed the walls and we did. And, and, and sometimes we have to do construction on purpose and say, you know what? There are walls that are incomplete in our lives and we need to finish them. We need to do things purposefully so that we can create spaces that we walk into and it's ready to go. Now we have all these walls and lights and things that we can change out so that we can film videos and promo things and all the things. But this room was a what if. It was a... There's no way. But if you surround yourself with the right people, you can do things that uh, are beyond what you can see right now. Come on with me. We got to go over to one more room in the place because this was a place that we just finished. Come on, come on. So you can see there's a lot of houses in here. And at first, we had some houses for, for uh, the offices, and we have a kids' clubhouse in there because my kids were like, what if? 
we had a clubhouse. <laughs> and we were like, okay, that sounds awesome. So they made a clubhouse back there. We have office spaces. But then we're like, you know what? What if we had a room that was all the purpose was for it is to grow? A growth room for the church, a growth room for the community where they could come in and learn and grow. So we created the rooted room. Come on, come on, come on. If you haven't seen it in here yet, you got to see it. Look at this space. Come on in here. So we have books. We have books on different topics. We have growing with God. We have marriage. We have finances. We have all the things. And it's growing. You can see the, the shelves aren't full yet because we're still growing it. But we said, let's have a space intentionally where you can grow, where you can come in and find something to go deeper with. And this is what we have to do. You can come on in here. What we have to do is we have to purposefully purpose rooms for growth. And if we're not intentional, spaces can just go without. This, this house was empty for the longest time. And it was, there was nothing going on in here. And look at what happens when we purpose things for growth. All of a sudden now, this is a place where you can get rooted. Where you can find materials to go deeper in your relationship with God. All of a sudden, the empty house became a room of life. This is what can happen in our lives. Is when we intentionally say, you know what, my mornings, they're wasted right now. I need to carve them out and get with God. And so we intentionally set our alarm. We intentionally say, this room is for growth. This space is for me going deeper in God. And so we set ourselves up to grow. I want to look at a scripture in James chapter 4. James chapter 4 verse 8 says, Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. This is the greatest promise ever, is that when we come to the Lord and we seek him. And I want to encourage somebody in the, in, in the space today, or you're watching online, you might be in a space where you don't feel like God loves you or you've done enough to deserve or earn his grace. Number one, you're right. You haven't. But number two is, here's the truth. God loves you. And as soon as you come near him, he comes near you. He, you, you realize that he's been chasing you all along. And so when we, when we know this, we can come into him because I want to go into number three. Number three is Christ is the goal. When you build healthy rooms, when you intentionally do things on purpose to say, you know what, I am going to carve this space out, remodel it for growth. I'm going to intention this space for growth. Then you understand that Christ is the goal because from Christ is health. Health is found in being rooted in Christ. And so we grow intentionally in the space as family. We grow intentionally in a space of personal growth and our room becomes a safe place to come and process. I think about this in our home is because in our home, we, we, we moved a couple times. And so now we're in the city and uh, we intentioned our space to be, you know, the kids have a room and we have a guest space and now it's Zion's room and now we have our room and we have the living room. And little did we know, we wanted to set it up to where it was like open concept. So it's, it's fluid for people to come over because we love hosting. And, but one of the, the biggest things that we intentioned was number one, our space with God is to know where's our space where we meet with, with God, we meet with the King. And number two, where's a safe place? I, I think of our room because it's a place where our kids come 
to tell us about their day. They come in at night to tell us about what happened. They come in in the morning. Ana always comes in and goes, what's up, party people? And then Cinnamon comes in, and she's crazy and jumps all around. But I think we've intentionally created our room to be a safe place to come. And if the kids are ever going through something, it's, it's a safe place to come and say, hey, Dad, I've been thinking about or I'm going through this. It's a safe place. And if we intentionally remodel our lives, say, you know what, in this space, we're going to do And you can do that in relationships. You can do that in your home. If you're parenting, you can do that with your kids to say, hey, we're going to pray over every day. Or we're going to start our day off with encouragement. Or we're going to think about things we're grateful for at the dinner table. You know, little things you can say, you can carve out and say, I'm specifically remodeling this space. That's not just a passive place. It's a place of purpose. It's a place of growth. And Jeremiah, I want to I close with this as Sean comes. And we're going to move into a time of worship and just surrender to him. But in Jeremiah chapter 17, Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 7, it said, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. If it does not fear when heat comes, it does not fear when heat comes. It leaves, its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought because never fails to bear fruit. And this is what God wants for you. I have this plant with me. This is a plant that my daughter brought home from school. And this plant started as just a little seedling. How many of you did this in school? And what happens is, is when we intentionally have a place and we put the right things in, the soil of nutrients, the seed that needs to be planted, and we water it with prayer. We say, God, we want to grow. We want to build. We want to do something intentional. We want to create a healthy space where we're purposefully growing in you. We're going deeper because we know that we need that river in us. As whatever comes in our lives, we know the Lord is our strength. What happens is we grow. And this is what can happen to your spiritual life. This is what can happen to your love for others. This is what can happen to your love for your family, the way that you're generous, the way that you serve others, the way that you're filled with peace and ready to be a river of God is when we intentionally build spaces, carve them out to be growth in God. I want to pray over you today before we go into a time of just worshiping and surrendering to him. Because some of us, we just need today to come to the altar. And I want to encourage you to do that. That as Sean worships, say, just come and plug in and say, God, I want to devote some spaces in my life for you. And for me, I'm like, God, you have it all. I just want to give you every part of my life. But me and uh, uh, Billy were actually talking about this because sometimes we can think of God in a carved out space and compartmentalize him into just our morning. But what we realize is this. I mean, Billy, we're talking about this because when you, when you purposefully give him the morning, when you purposefully give him the first, then all of a sudden he becomes a part of your all day long because now you're coming from that space of already have been in love with him, already been grateful for what he's doing. And so now it's just like all day long, you're like, God, thank you. I remember, oh, you're with me. You're here. And so I want to pray over you today and just as we devote ourselves to say, Lord, here's my life. Here's my time. I want to carve this and remodel it so I become an agent of change. I want to become a son and a daughter of you that is growing, that is full of your river, 
and his life to others. Let's pray. God, I thank you so much for everybody in this room and everybody watching online. I thank you that you are a God who wants to fill us and come near to us. Your word says that when we draw near, you're right there. You draw near to us. And so God, I just pray for everyone that you would fill them with your presence and power. And that today, God, as we devote ourselves, as those are coming even now to the altar to say, Lord, I want to devote myself to you. I want to remodel some space in my life to be healthy growth, healthy rooms, purposed for plugging into you, purposed for getting your promises in my life. I want to pray over them, God, that you would build them with faith. Give them courage to do this. Give them intentionality to, to build these spaces on purpose. And I just pray for those spaces that you would fill them with your presence. In Jesus' name, amen.